This is episode 39 of Measured Voices. I'm Walt Huntsman. This time out, we conclude our look back at past episodes with conversation excerpts and music from Dustin Morris, Brandon Thomas, Michael Brown, Carrie William White, Connor J. Lease, and Wayne White. Strap on some headphones or earbuds, or just crank up the stereo and join me next on Measured Voices. In episode 29, I was joined by Dustin Morris, formerly of the band Edison. Here he talks about the band's meteoric rise and the decision to call it a day. There wasn't, it wasn't like a fighting thing or we weren't, you know, disagreeing on how to write. I mean, we, we did as much as any other band would, but it was never to the point of, you know, like, like imagine the Simpsons strangling each other, nothing <laughs> like that. Um, but we, we ended up basically taking off really fast and kind of climbing this giant mountain as fast as we could. We had no idea it was going to take off like that. We're, we're, we played Red Rocks. We toured with all these famous you know bands I could t- talk about right now, but you can look them up if you want. So we did a lot of cool things, but it happened so fast. I don't know if we... I always recommend people kind of climb a hill and take their time up the hill instead of just going straight up the roller coaster. And we all knew that, you know, we, we were like, man, this is this is kind of crazy. And it just took off. And then we ended up signing a deal, a record deal out of New York City. And they just, they took care of us a lot for about the first two months. But when our release came out, there was a lot of things on the back burner that really could have, could have launched our career a lot faster, a lot a lot more per se. And then we just kind of got, we started getting really neglected by the label. And then, you know, we just, we started looking at, each, looking at ourselves and asking ourselves, like, do we, how much longer do we want to do this? We're, you know, honestly, we're about making about $50 a week each, and we're doing this for you know, two or three years. Love our fans. We have fans across the country, and, and it was really hard to, to make the decision of splitting up, but it was definitely an amicable one, and uh, both Sarah and Max are doing their, they're filling their creative paths right now and what they're doing. Destin also shared several of his songs. This one is called All That I Am. All that I am All that I am is All that I am is yours It's not that I want you I have to have you all that I am is yours Play on if you get the sense to leave me Play on, know that I'll be at your feet Play on, it's too hard to say I'm sorry I'll be changing my unchanging ways eventually Cause all that I am all that I am is All that I am is yours It's not that I want you I have to have you All that I am is yours Right on to the chance that we were in the same place At the same time Right on that the thought of me would ever even Still mind play on If you get the sense to leave me, baby I'll be changing my unchanging ways eventually Cause all that I am All that I am is All 
I am is yours It's not that I want you I have to have you Cause all that I am is yours Is yours Oh, 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 oh Since moving to Boise, Dustin has been busy. He recently returned from a tour of the Pacific Northwest and a mini-tour of Alaska with Brooke Falk. Episode 30 featured conversation and music from Nampa's Brandon Thomas. During our conversation, Brandon talked about the difficulty he has with the marketing and promotion side of the music business. I think a lot of artists are shy people or introverts, um, and I definitely am. Uh, as I said, I struggle with a lot of things with you know, social anxiety is a huge one, but, uh, I'm not good at selling myself and, uh, <laughs> people get on me all the time about it. Like, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Have you ever even sent your stuff out? And, you know, I get that a lot and I always have these grand plans of, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you have to kind of get fed up with yourself and go, no, no, now is really the time to do this. And that's like I was saying before, that's kind of where I'm at now is, you know, um, like I just told the guys, uh, I'm going to start documenting what we're doing, just start posting it, putting it out there and, um, try to build it up. Uh, like you say, a social media presence, that's where it's at nowadays. Um, but it is, it is tough for me because it always feels for some reason, narcissistic, which is crazy. It's stupid, but it just feels like, oh, look at me. Check out how great I am. And I, I, I always was like, God, I wish somebody would just do all that for me because I don't want to do that. Um, so that's, that's, my, that's my major setback. Here is Brandon's song, Intrusion 3. i 
as your arm And woke you up so you could look and see Brandon continues to work on new music. 
For episode 31, I sat down with songwriter Michael Brown. Michael talks here about some of the impetus for his decision to create the Treasure Valley Songwriters Showcase, and also about the power of music as he sees it. I just saw a lot of lack of opportunity for songwriters, and I also saw a lot of quality songwriters in our valley. And I just thought, you know, it's just a shame that, that there's not some place where these guys can go and play that will give them more than a, a one song, you know, open mic type thing. And, you know, where they can be appreciated for what their, you know, the amount of their time and their lives that they've invested in these songs. Because, you know, even like Destiny is Calling, you know, that that song there is a song about, you know, rising up and overcoming adversity. And and we all go through adversity and we go through hard, hard things in our life. But music has the ability to help us get to a place where we can go forward, where we can overcome those obstacles and where we can rise up. You know, a song will stick with you for a lifetime. You know, they, they always make the statement, you know, a picture paints a thousand words, but a song paints a lifetime. Because, you know, the songs that we were introduced to when we were in junior high and, you know, in those those crucial mm-hmm. times in our, our forming years, so to speak, when we hear those songs today, You know, they bring back emotion, they bring back memories, they bring back a lot of things. During that part of our conversation, Michael referenced his song, Destiny is Calling. Here now is that song. Let your light 
Michael continues to work to promote Idaho songwriters through the Treasure Valley Songwriters Showcase, and now through an Idaho songwriters playlist he has put together for Spotify. Michael just released a new CD of his own music, titled My Life in Pieces. You can buy it from his website, solidrockboise.com. Gary William White was my guest for episode 32. During our wide-ranging conversation, Carrie talked about the idea of being a conduit through which his songs flow. When that inspiration hits to, to, to create something that's never been created, and you're getting these, these I get sort of a, a vision, almost a premonition, like I said, a nudge that something's mm-hmm. coming, or I'll, I'll, I'll be playing with my guitar, and all of a sudden I get this, this thing that I'm doing, I'm going, oh man, I like this. And then as you follow through on inspiration, it starts out as a seed, and as you keep working it, it develops into this song with words, melody, a certain rhythm, uh, certain chords and, and harmonies that are going in there. And I can't say I write my songs with my brain very much. Lyrics usually just flow from me like water. They, it, there's just a, the, the song gets birthed through me. Here is Carrie performing his song, New Day One. Today is a brand new day I wanna play my guitar Today is a brand new day And I wanna kiss the sky I know yesterday had this day But they're all gone now I learned my lesson Oh, 
You can follow Carrie William White on Facebook or through his website at carriewilliam.com. I sat down with songwriter and whiskey lover Connor J. Lease in episode 33. Connor talked about his roundabout journey toward finding his own songwriting path and talked about tracing the roots of some of the songs and artists he grew up with. That's my favorite thing about, I guess, music or genres in general is that you can, you can trace it back so far. And just when you think you have every song, you know, cataloged or whatever like I, I felt like at the time I had every Hendrix song cataloged and then then you they they release some posthumous album that's you know all these tracks that you never even heard of and it's it's really cool especially with with music that's old um, and that's kind of the journey the journey I'm on right now is finding songs that are steeped in tradition and I never really listened to I never when I went through a bluegrass phase which was kind of maybe four or five years ago which still is strong now, but definitely is what, what kicked it off. Um, you know, I wasn't listening to the greats at the time. I was kind of just skimming the surface of what Mm -hmm. was, what was current. And, uh, now I'm kind of finding myself digging back through, through those archives and listening, um, you know, to a lot of Bill Monroe and a lot of Doc Watts and just kind of, you know, obviously the pinnacles of the, of that genre. But from there, it's kind of fun to find, you know, other artists like Doc Boggs or whatever that are playing these songs that you're listening to contemporary musicians play. And, um, I don't know, it's, it's a really, it's a very exciting journey to kind of trace the roots of these songs that I, I love old American traditionals and I'm trying to learn as many as possible. And it's fun to kind of listen to all the different variations of them throughout history. Connor shared several of his songs, including this one, Will I Ever See My Son Again?
shovel for a dime in the fall of 49 along with every other fool from the haze left my new wife all alone and my son back home I put 2300 miles in this faith will I ever see Guide my bloody hands as I sift through the sand, blow out the sun burning over me. At night I watch the stars and I count up all my scars till I lose track of whiskey makes me sleep. Will I ever see my son again? Shot for stretching some man's life. Another man was tied to a tree. I just came to myself, trying not to raise no hell. So one day I could take the train back. Will I ever see my son again? That song is included on Connor's first full-length album titled Ponderosa. It's available now from his website, connorjleesmusic.com. Songwriter and guitarist extraordinaire Wayne White sat down with me in episode 34. Here, Wayne talks about the inspiration behind his song, View from the Moon. This was uh, inspired by uh, a Ron Howard-directed uh, documentary on all the manned missions to the moon. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, it was hours and hours long, and I'm not sure I blinked once. I was so captivated by the um, the interviews with the surviving astronauts, and and you can see the emotion in their eyes. You can enjoy the humor that they share between them that only they have, and and uh, it was just so captivating. And so I I was deeply inspired and and wrote that song. Here now is Wayne White performing View from the Moon.
Wayne continues to perform around the Treasure Valley. You can also find and hear him most Saturdays at the Capital City Public Market in downtown Boise. I hope you've enjoyed this journey through time. You'll find links for the complete episodes on the webpage, measured-voices.blogspot.com. The podcast is going on hiatus for a time, so my wife and I can work more on our own music. Check out our Facebook page to be notified when a new episode drops. In the meantime, be sure to support and listen to local music. Thank you for listening. This has been Measured Voices. Measured Voices.